We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, y'all? It's Drewski, and I've teamed up with Mountain Dew to produce a hilarious new basketball podcast called The Dew Zone with Drewski. Learn the backstories of your favorite ballers and celebrities like Jamal Murray. Did you have, like, a favorite team? Was it the Raptors at the time or no? Was the Raptors even started around that time? Come on, bro. I ain't that old, fam. <laughs> You're talking like I'm 50. Taylor Rooks, Asia Wilson, and many more. You won't want to miss this. Listen to The Do Zone with Drewski on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Alexander got it! Early post up by Adams working inside. Whistle and one. Oh! And T. Ferg rocking the rim. What is up, Thunder fans? Welcome to the Uncontested Postgame Podcast. I'm your host tonight, Justin, where we're going to break down Oklahoma City's loss to the Los Angeles Lakers, 130 to 127. Tonight's episode is brought to you by Untuck It. If you don't already, follow us on social media at the underscore uncontested on Twitter and Instagram. Check us out on Facebook, the uncontested podcast. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Overcast, literally anywhere else you can think of. You can find us there. Be sure to subscribe. Leave us a five-star rating. We would much appreciate it. So tonight, Oklahoma City Falls for the second time this week to the Lakers. And I have to ask the question. Did the Thunder lose that game on purpose? And like, I know that we're trying to tank and we're we're losing and losing is a good thing. But tonight felt like maybe the most blatant example of the Thunder just kind of throwing the game late and literally intentionally trying to come out with an L. So in case you didn't watch, it was a back and forth game down the stretch, which probably sounds familiar. That's been most games uh, late this this season. Um, but this one specifically, Oklahoma City had the ball down by three with no timeouts and only 8.1 seconds left on the clock. So if you're down by three, no timeouts, eight seconds left, logic would tell you you need a three. Oklahoma City inbounds the ball. SGA kind of curls around the screen and has a wide open lane to the basket. And the reason that lane is wide open is because the Lakers know that Oklahoma City needs a three. And he probably could have taken a step back three. He probably could have found somebody else. But instead, he took the open lane and took the layup 
Ball goes through the hoop with about four seconds left. Oklahoma City is down by one, but from there, it's pretty much formalities, right? After the game, uh, Chris Paul said he thought you could kind of go either way. You know, if you if you play on L.A. not making their free throws, it could work out. I don't know. At the time, I kind of chalked it up to inexperience. Like, maybe SGA just wasn't thinking fully through, like, how much time was left on the clock, what the timeout situation was, uh, and kind of made the wrong read on it. But the more I thought about it, the more I, it almost felt intentional to me, uh, especially because of what happened after that. So afterwards, Anthony Davis goes to the line. He hits his two free throws. And then Oklahoma City goes to inbounds the ball. Gallo's inbounding. You have three guys kind of in the near court, and Steven Adams way down the court. Gallo just heaves a pass towards Adams, which is intercepted by LeBron game over. But even if that pass wasn't intercepted, are you telling me that the plan was to throw it all the way down the court to Steven Adams to get a game tying three at the buzzer? And if not, then why wasn't anybody on the near side of the court seemingly interested in trying to get open? Because there wasn't a lot of effort being shown by those guys to try and get open to get the ball. And so it definitely felt on that last play, like there wasn't a whole lot of interest in trying to turn that game into a W for the Thunder. And it's interesting. Uh, the Thunder, if if this is how they're tanking, I'm here for it because it could be so much worse. We've seen it from so many teams in the NBA recently uh, trying to get those ping pong balls, and it is just ugly, hideous basketball that's hard to watch where it's so so bad you know each night's going to be a 20-point blowout. That hasn't been it for the Thunder this year. We know this team's rebuilding. Uh we also know they have Chris Paul and Danilo Gallinari, which definitely helps. We'll see what happens after those guys, potentially Dennis Schroeder, maybe Steven Adams, who knows. After those guys get traded, we'll see what this looks like. But so far, their tanking hasn't looked like other teams tanking. Oklahoma City leads the league in losses by five points or fewer, a stat that was pointed out by our own Nick Crane. Wrote a lovely article over at Forbes. You should go check it out. Tonight was Oklahoma City's seventh loss by that margin. Seventh loss by five points or fewer. The next closest team in the league has four. It's almost twice as many. If you think about the fact that, what was this, the Thunder's 15th game of the season, uh, the fact that half of them have been decided by five points or less is pretty insane. Uh, That's a hard feat to accomplish. And really, outside of just the five-point metric, they really haven't been blown out at all. The only game... That was a blowout was the Pacers game. So one game out of 15 has been an awful, terrible blowout loss. Everything else, the Thunder have had a chance to win. They've been involved in the game late. And tonight was no exception. Uh, So the biggest theme to take away, again, is that the Thunder are remaining competitive. If if competitive tanking is what we want to call it, then (laughs) that's fine by me. Uh, I'm, I'm far more here for competitive tanking versus traditional tanking. The biggest thing that stands out to me if you look at the game tonight is the return of Steven Adams. There's been a lot of talk, especially over the last week or so. Uh, Adams has been dealing with an injury. Don't know how much that's affected him, but it's been pretty obvious the last few games that he just wasn't himself. He didn't look like the Steven Adams that we expected to see. He wasn't, uh, you know, looking as spry. He wasn't getting off the ground. He didn't look as aggressive. He wasn't able to to really make an impact on the box score, which left a lot of fans kind of clamoring for him to be benched or traded 
or what what have you. Uh, there was a lot of people, especially after the last Lakers game earlier in the week, calling for Nerlens Noel. Noel played really well against L.A. last time, so much so that he earned those closing minutes over Adams when OKC faced the Lakers at Staples. Uh, and rightfully so. Noel played a really solid game that night. However, tonight, shortly before tip-off, we get the news that Noel will not be playing tonight. So instantly, you kind of got the sense that this was going to be a big opportunity game for Adams, and he 100% took advantage of it. Adams tonight finished with 22 points, 9 of 10 from the floor, an amazing 4 of 4 from the free throw line, tack on 6 rebounds and 4 assists on top of that. This is probably one of Adams' most complete games this season. This is getting closer to that space where I think we expected to see him be on a consistent basis this year. Uh, it felt like with the the personnel that this team had, Adams could be kind of primed for a big year, and he looked great in preseason. He just hasn't really lived up to that this season. Now, tonight could be you know a blip on the radar. Maybe this is just a, a random good game in a streak of bad games. Maybe this is the reversing of a trend. Maybe he's finally healthy. Uh, if that injury really was nagging him, maybe if he has gotten past that. If he's feeling better, he's feeling better about his body. He can contribute more. And if tonight is an indication of that, then we're, we're in for some more good Steven Adams down the road. Another guy that is obviously affected by Noel being out was Mike Muscala. Muscala had a decent game, especially early. He played really well in that first quarter. He came in, looked solid. He finished with seven points, three and nine shooting only one of four from three added five rebounds in 21 minutes on the floor. But that first quarter, I thought he really did a nice job where the thunder were kind of going back and forth with uh, LA early. And you weren't sure how the game was going to shake out. I think Oklahoma city established that uh, they were going to be able to go toe to toe with LA tonight. And Muscala was a big part of that. He came in, had a lot of energy, made some good plays, good rebounds, uh, contributed a few points as well. Had a solid game, which he needed to in the absence of Nerlens Noel. Didn't play a ton, uh, but compared to Adams only playing 27 minutes, whether that's a minutes restriction or just him kind of continuing to rehab from that injury, I'm not sure. But the two of them combined to make up for Noel's absence pretty solidly. And if you look at the Thunder overall, Oklahoma City had 62 points in the paint tonight, which was 100% necessary because they needed that to overcome their paltry three-point shooting. They only shot 11 of 31 behind the arc tonight, good for 35.5% compared to 54.8% for LA, 17 of 31 for the Lakers. So shot the same number but made six more. Uh, that That's really what kept Oklahoma City in it. Without that, this is a, a beatdown. Oklahoma City got out-rebounded. Um, they had they won the turnover battle, which is good. But overall, without Oklahoma City being able to get those easy buckets in the paint, and that's not just Adams and Muscala, that's the guards. That's the the wing players being able to penetrate and get good looks inside. That's Gallinari getting some good looks. Everybody was a part of that 62 points, but without that, um, there's no way that this Thunder team is able to keep this game close. Before we go any deeper, let's hear a brief word about our sponsor tonight, which is Untuck It. The holidays are almost here, and you know what that means? Gifts. And what better gift to give the guy in your life than a stylish shirt that fits just right? Unlike most brands, Untuck It shirts are actually designed to be worn untucked. Untuck It shirts always fall at that just right length, 
no matter his size. So he looks casual and sharp. You know, you think about uh, some guys who may be spending a lot of time on the bench wearing suits this season. Uh, shout out Andre Robertson. He might need to get an untucked shirt because he may, he may have said full go, but he's apparently held out of practice again today. So who knows? Uh, get get Andre Robertson an untucked shirt. Somebody somebody give this to Rachel A. Demita. I think she needs to hear about it. Uh, myself. Fun fact, I'm the same height as Andre Robertson, and finding a shirt that fits right can be challenging. But with Untuck It, you don't have to worry about that. With more than 50-plus fit combinations, Untuck It shirts look great on tall, short, slim, and athletic guys of all ages. Untuck It fits me really well. Uh, it's oftentimes I'm either a shirt's way too long, or if it's long enough, it's way too baggy. But I don't have that problem with them. So whether you're shopping for the perfect holiday gift or just trying to craft a smart, relaxed style of your own, Untuck It is the way to go. Visit untuckit.com and use code BLUE for 20% off at checkout. That's U-N-T-U-C-K-I-T dot com, promo code BLUE for 20% off. The next thing I want to talk about tonight is Thunder U 2.0, the young fellas. I am so impressed with the way that the young guys play at home, specifically. Uh, Tonight was no exception. SGA, Baisley, Diallo had a really solid showing, especially when you compare it to how they've played on the road. I, I ran some numbers on NBA stats, and if you compare how the three of them are playing at home versus on the road, SGA, Baisley, Diallo are averaging 36.6 combined points per game on 51.4% shooting at home compared to 28.5 points per game on 39.6% shooting on the road. They're making almost eight more points a game combined, but the the shooting numbers, a 12% difference at home versus on the road. And that's not shocking. Uh, guys, young guys specifically, typically play better at home versus on the road. But I think it's uh, that's probably a big factor why the Thunder have still not won a road game. Uh, <laughs> clearly, they play a lot better at home. Tonight, specifically, those three had a huge first half. Uh, they combined for 28 points in the first half. In the second half, SGA still got his. SGA got 11 points in the second half. Basically had zero, and Diallo only had two. But that first half, I mean, they were really carrying the offense for Oklahoma City. The The young guys were out in full force. And I think as you look at this team focused on the future, it's moments like that that you can feel pretty optimistic about some of the initial pieces of kind of what a future team could look like for Oklahoma City. Baisley was awesome. couple great drives to the basket. Uh, he had a big three, four or five from the floor, one of two from behind the arc, four rebounds. Uh, he had some really nice plays on both ends of the floor, and same with Diallo. Diallo had eight points, four of eight shooting, two rebounds, one assist. Uh, he had some some great steals as well, a couple really big dunks. I desperately wanted somebody to try and get in the way of him so we could add somebody to Diallo's dunk tank, but that didn't happen. SGA had had a solid outing in both halves, 24 points overall, 10 of 18 from the floor, two of two from three, seven boards, four assists. Uh, Like I mentioned, 11 points in the second half, 13 in the first. Really kind of evenly balanced game for him, but overall those young guys in the first half really carried the team. And then on the flip side, it was really the vets in the second half that stood up and kind of carried the Thunder to the finish line. With the exception of D, with uh, the exception of SGA being solid in both halves, the vets 
in the second half. So vets being Gallo, Adams, CP3, they combined for 30 points in the second half. She had 28 points from the youngins in the first half, 30 points from the vets in the second half. They really kind of like played off each other. They each not took turns per se, but they each took their load in terms of uh, balanced scoring attack to keep the Thunder in this game, in a game where there was a lot of scoring. They needed that much scoring to stay in it because uh, they gave up 40 points in the third quarter, which we'll get to in a minute. Uh, but overall, I thought Gallo, Adams played really solid games. CP3, though, I thought had a, a really great game tonight. He's starting to be a little bit more assertive. I don't know if that's by design or if he's just feeling more comfortable. Uh, 18 points for CP3 tonight, seven assists, two of six from three. But those two threes, man, I tweeted this from the account. It just feels like his threes are always momentous. They always come at a big moment, whether it's the other team's on a run and he kind of squashes it or thunder on a run and that kind of caps it off and ties it or, or cuts it back close, whatever it is. He knows how to shoot the three with a lot of drama. And tonight was no exception. He had one in the first half uh, that I think tied the game, uh, but regardless was, was a really big moment for the thunder and CP three seems to be really good at that. We actually had a Twitter question tonight from at Dakari Sanchez about Chris Paul. He asks how great would Chris Paul be on the Lakers? Uh, Chris Paul would be a great fit. And you know who would love that more than anybody is his banana boat buddy, LeBron James. Uh, be an awesome fit. I'm sure Chris Paul would like it because you know he had a long stint in L.A. with the Clippers. I'm sure he would probably prefer to live in L.A., but uh, probably not super realistic given financial situations. But how could he not be an improvement over Rajon Rondo? Um, does anyone like Rondo? Like even Laker fans, do they like Rondo? I'm not sure anyone does. And it's, it's, it was hard to like him tonight when he's out there kicking Dennis Schroeder, um, below the waist and getting kicked out of a game. It's, it's regardless of that before that he was getting into it with Schroeder on an inbounds play, just lots of, um, testy moments do with that what you will. Another thing that I mentioned a second ago is third quarters. The return of the Thunder bad third quarter I thought was upon us, but they ended up turning it around. The beginning of the third quarter, um, Oklahoma City really fought to keep it close in the first half. And you you ask the question, what's this team going to look like in the third quarter? Are they going to come out and do what they've done a lot this season where they just look lost? Or are they going to be able to, to stay in it? And early on, it seemed like the answer was clear. Oklahoma City... Ended up giving 40 overall to the Lakers in the quarter, but a lot of that came within the first five minutes. The Lakers started 10 of 11 from the four, five of five from three, 28 points scored in about five minutes and three seconds into the third quarter and really immediately pushed that lead to 15 and looked like, okay, this one might be done. We might be heading towards Pacers territory where this is going to kind of be the second blowout loss of the season. The Lakers were getting wide open shots. They were running out in transition. Uh, ridiculous fast break plays that I'm sure you guys saw all over Twitter where Anthony Davis just no look taps the ball over his shoulder. Uh, absurd stuff and not a great look for the Thunder. But give them credit because while they gave up 40 points to LA in the third quarter, they dropped 36 of their own. So they only got outscored by four despite giving up 28 points in five minutes to start the quarter. And that really speaks to the scrappiness of this team. They have no quit. They will not give up. 
They never die. They never lay down. Uh, every game, it seems like, with the exception of that Pacers game, they give themselves a chance to win. And I thought it would have been really easy for Oklahoma City to just kind of roll over. Lakers came out, punched them in the mouth. That could have been it, especially knowing that it's okay to lose games for this team. You know, you want to remain competitive, but it's not like you're fighting for playoff seating or something like that. It would have been very easy for the Thunder to go down uh, without a fight, but that's not what they did, and that's not what they've done most of this season. I think that speaks to the resilience of this team. It speaks to the leadership of guys like CP3, Gallinari, even Steven Adams. And I think it's a great learning experience. If you think about the purpose of this rebuild is to craft a team for the future, then putting your young guys through that type of scenario is only going to help them down the road. And that's that's one of the things you have to take away from this game. It's less uh, this season going to be about straight wins and losses, and you can't really judge a, a, the value of a game just on whether Oklahoma City got the W or not. Rather, you have to look at things like youth development. And I think having guys go through a situation where they get punched in the mouth in the third quarter, they go down by 15, and they have to claw their way back. Having SGA and Baisley and Diallo and some of those young guys get to go through that process and learn what it feels like to do that, understand what it takes to win a game in the NBA, is going to be super valuable to them You know, three, four, five years down the road when they are back in contention fighting for playoff seeding. These experiences are going to groom them for those moments versus the team that's just straight tanking, like say what we've seen from the Suns, not this year because the Suns have been solid, but in past years with Devin Booker, where you have an incredible talent on a team that's just literally not trying to win games and it can affect you. That much garbage basketball could make you only know garbage basketball. But if you're playing competitive and you're in these games late like the Thunder have been, that's a totally different mindset for these young guys. That's a different environment for them to get used to the NBA and ultimately one that I think is going to serve them better down the road. That's all for tonight. Um, Short and sweet, but we will be back again on Sunday night recording a big group pod. That'll be in your feeds Monday morning. Next up for the Thunder, at Golden State on Monday night. Uh, The first visit to the Chase Center in San Francisco. Kind of weird that this feels like a a good chance for the Thunder to get a W. (laughs) Uh, Still not used to saying that, but the Warriors are awful. So it really should be an opportunity for Oklahoma City to get a nice road win. Maybe check check that box finally, get that first road dub of the season. Then they head up to Portland for a matchup with the Trailblazers on Wednesday night. A little last bit of basketball before we get to eat some Thanksgiving turkey. Thanks so much for joining us tonight. Like I mentioned, if you don't already, follow us on social media at the underscore uncontested. You can follow me on Twitter at OKC Tracker. Check us out on Facebook, the Uncontested Podcast. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Leave us a rating, a review. We would greatly appreciate it. That's all for tonight. Uh, be sure to check back on Monday for that big group pod. We got lots more basketball to discuss. Until then, Thunder Rec.
for the ones who get going when the going gets tough and the ones who know we're tougher together. For the pathfinders breaking new ground, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as fast access to experts and 24-7 customer support. Because we know you have people depending on you, so you can always depend on us. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.